the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. And today's going to be a great interview because I'm so excited. I have Sonny Connett here live at the station, and we are so excited because we serve the Lord together. We're on a women's ministry team together. We've been to Kenya, so we've been halfway around the world to the equator together. But Sonny, she's a mother. She's a grandmother. She's an incredible wife. She, she worked in the medical offices for many years and so many other things, and you are going to want to hear her testimony. So welcome to the show, Sonny. This is really fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Tell us about your life. Tell us how you came to know the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Your eyes were like big. When I was I said, like, tell, tell us you about, about my life. life. We, how, how much time do you have? We have plenty of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- I can tell you my testimony. That would um, be great. My testimony is I grew up in church um, all my life. So I've known the Lord my entire life. Um, but my testimony is a little different than that. Um, went to Catholic church until I was probably 13. My parents divorced at that time. Um, and my mom had become a Christian and she wanted us obviously to go not to the Catholic church. Um, so we kind of bounced around a little bit, um, ended up really finding our place at the Salvation Army Church. Mm -hmm. When I was 13, I went to a youth group with my friends in the neighborhood, a friend, in the neighborhood and her mom asked if I wanted to say the prayer of salvation. And I was like, well, sure. Why not? You know? So I did, it didn't, I didn't understand it much, but I said it and I knew what it meant. Um, but, and then we, you know, like I said, found our place after that in the Salvation Army church, we did a lot of camps over the summer. Um, I did the tambourines and the whole thing. Um, but never really knew Christ as a personal savior through any of that. Um, went, like I said, we were, we went to camp. I was 18 Mm. and I was working at some of you might know the Salvation Army camp in Delaware, Ohio called Greenwood Lake. Mm. Um, I think they just sold it this year, which is kind of sad. I just drove past it and, uh, lots of good memories there. Um, and we did what was called a Jesus walk. Oh, wow. So we, we served inner city kids. Um, they, I think at that time we were picking them up on buses every day and bringing them into the camp, working with them. Um, and at the end of camp, we had two nights where we did what was called a Jesus walk. And mm. we had probably five or six stations set up starting from the birth of Jesus to the resurrection. And I, of course, was in one of the stations on the last day, we were allowed to follow the groups after our group was finished. So I, you know, did my, I don't even remember what group I was in, but you know, what stage of life, um, Christ life that I was in, but we got to walk around after that. And so I got to see what everyone else was doing. And we all ended up in the pavilion 
and it was the resurrection, and we had the guards standing there, and we had um, the stone was there, and I was in costume, so I was standing outside, and I just remember watching it, and I just, mm-hmm. and, I, and all of a sudden, it started in my mind going, okay, what is going on? You know, and I really started thinking, and I knew the Lord was talking to me at that time, which is probably the first time I really remember the Lord talking to me. And I can get emotional thinking mm. about it. Um, and so they started that part of it. And the direct that he, he was the director of this, but he was also uh, one of the leaders of the camp and he was very theatrical. So he, the guards, you know, they, they had this quake and the guards fell in the tomb or not the tomb, but the stone rolled away. And we had done this at, I think it's important to say we had done this at dusk. So it was kind of dark, it was starting mm. to get dark. And when the tomb rolled away, they had this big, huge, bright light behind in the background. And then the character, uh, Jesus, walked out. Hmm. And when I say Jesus walked out, for me, Jesus walked out. Um, It wasn't just one of the leaders of the camp. It was Jesus. Hmm. And it came to life for me for the first time. So I was 18. So I may have said the prayer of salvation at sure. 13, but I knew Jesus at 18. Um, so that's kind of my testimony. Don't you love that? I do love that. I love it very much that there were different stages that I went through. Um, I think it would have been great if I had that same experience at 13. I, but I don't know that I would have done it. I had um, a very dysfunctional childhood. Um, and I think at that age, it would have been really confusing for me um, because of my childhood and how I grew up through those teenage years. Um, so at 18, I was able, because I was older, I was able to process it a little bit better. Like God knew the I, perfect timing of absolutely, your life. Absolutely. But there is something special about praying that salvation prayer yes. because you're opening your heart. You're de- making a declaration, God, I believe in you. I want you in my life. And there is something I think that happens, you know, whether we fully understand it at that moment, that's a really powerful moment. So we don't want to underestimate the power of that prayer. Right. But God then, you know, he moved and he keeps moving. I, I call that like the transformation yes. phase of our life. And he knows us so personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I said the the prayer of salvation, I knew exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I knew at that point I accepted Jesus um, into my heart. I knew that that's what I was doing. And I lived my life that way, you know, through church and that. But it was at 18 at that moment that I really felt like the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. came to me at that time. It's beautiful. So, so it was different. You know, and we can't underestimate the power of pouring into our kids. You know, they, they do have brokenness in the home or, or hard things that they're facing at home. Mm-hmm. And being, you know, being that Christian leader for children and think about those other kids that they bust to your camp. Yes. I mean, how important that is. Yes. And these are layers because right. we're all growing and changing. But to put that layer into the heart of a child of God and his love is so important. Absolutely. Mm. Big part of my life. Huge part of my life. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And that's why you remember it. Oh, absolutely. Loved every minute of it. It reminded me of well, when we went to Africa and we did the mission there. You know, this was a mission that I did for many years in my teenage mm-hmm. time. And um, 
it was kind of the same thing. Well, I do want to get to Kenya and we will talk about that at some point, but tell us about, so how did you grow? I mean, what happened from age 18 on and how do you, how do you, how do you keep your relationship with God fresh and alive? (laughs) Yeah. So from 18 on, went to college, went to a Christian college for two years, um, came home after my sophomore year and uh, met my soon-to-be husband, didn't know that at the time. But... Oh, I want to blow that story out as well. Oh, no. Yes, oh, we'll God. get to that. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty funny story. Um, and we've been together for 36 years, mm. known each other 39. So awesome. he's my best friend um, and my buddy. So um, met him, decided I didn't, really couldn't afford it to go back to school. So I stayed home, like make, making money, you know, about my first little car, all that kind of stuff. So um didn't really do church at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of fell back, uh, lost that. Uh, Tim, my husband, and I did end up marrying and then had children. And it, and it really wasn't until, so from 18 to probably 25, mm-hmm. um, didn't really go to church. Wasn't, wasn't what I wasn't interested in it. It wasn't... Um, that I didn't love the Lord or even pray or believe in the Lord or anything like that. It just was, my husband was Catholic. I, I was, didn't know that. Interesting. You didn't know that Tim no, was Catholic. Uh-uh. Oh, big time Catholic. Yes. Wow. We were married in the Catholic church. Really? We were. Mm. And it was, that's a whole other story. Okay, that's there too. Episode. Yeah. That's another episode. Um, anyways. So my son was our firstborn. My son was three years old and I said, we need to get to church. God was talking to me and I said, we have to get back into church because I want my son to be raised in church. And God was really laying that on my heart. And so Tim and I talked about it and I said, I don't care where we go as long as he's, he knows that he can pray to the, to the Lord. He doesn't have to go to a priest or anything like that. And he has to accept the Lord into his heart someday, I pray and, Mm -hmm. and all of that. And so Tim was fine with that. And we ended up going actually to a Catholic church. And it's so funny because I said to him, um, when we go, do me a favor, just watch the people around you. And so we went two or three times together, um, with our son. And I would just point out people who were saying the prayers that you're supposed to say, Mm -hmm. Um, but they were also digging in their purses for a piece of gum or, you know, whatever it was, they were, I'm guilty as charged. Of well, <laughs> you don't do it during prayer, I bet, no, or doing readings. No, I'm, I'm okay. Just, they yeah, were, sure. they were doing that. And, and he, he got it. He mm, kind of got it mm-hmm. at that time. You wanted a fresh, alive, living faith that you could pass on to your kids. Yes. And I think all of us want that. And I think you can find it, uh, we just you just have to be in the right place and the right time. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, those prayers are meaningful once you understand what yes. you're actually praying, right? Yeah. And that was our changing mm-hmm. point there. Oh, so good. Well, this is Sonny Connett. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. We are gonna continue this conversation tomorrow because we have to hear about how she and Tim met and so many other things about the Lord. We're gonna talk about Kenya, lots of good stuff. So I hope you'll Tune in again tomorrow. 
But in the meantime, go to jenniferjackson.com. There are prayers, recipes, downloads, previous episodes, so much goodness at jenniferjackson.com. Send me an email. I want to hear from you. Maybe you want to receive the Lord. It's a great thing to do. Have a blessed day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.